And I found, you know, after working with so many people with so many varied um, issues um, and blockages and challenges, it's just really, really powerful. And, you know, some of the journey that is done in the realm of healing is one, people come thinking they're broken. Mm. We're not broken. There is a part of us that's whole and healed. We're, we're blocked. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. This is the first part of my interview with Kay Doran. My next guest is an entrepreneur, facilitator, speaker, women's leadership and life coach, shamanic healer, and creator of Inner Expressions, helping women realize their leadership from within. An unshakable optimist, she lives with a foot in both worlds, physical and spiritual, working with her unique blend of gifts in connection, knowing, shamanic energy sound healing, and accredited master life coaching. She empowers women to bring them back to the source of who they truly are, so they can become the person they most desire to be. She has been working with women for three decades and working on herself longer. Her motto is, the power of change is in your hands. Her name is Kay Doran, coming to us from Perth, Australia, and we'll be discussing how she uses sound to heal. I have no doubt this is going to be one fascinating discussion. Talk about delving deeper. Technical issues aside, I how are you doing? <laughs> Let's go there again, because why not? <laughs> you know, this is all about patience. And you can't mm -hmm. stress over the things that you can't damn well control, you know? So you That's just very gotta true. roll with it. And then you just gotta laugh at it. That is true. Yeah. We're doing a lot of laughing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, so getting back into what it is you do, because I am I'm fascinated by what you do as far as using sound as a healing tool. I, I'm wondering how you discovered that that was even a thing. <laughs> yeah, back in my um, early 20s and I and I had a child already and I'd already sort of started the, the spiritual sort of look within, you know, personal um, development and wanting to release myself from you know limiting thoughts and beliefs and and behaviors um mm -hmm. but the modalities that were sort of being introduced to me seemed to actually make me feel worse I became so emotionally vulnerable and it felt like a whirlpool rather than a an up and a release and there was sure. you know it was it was a like a blame game you know blame mum blame dad blame the siblings blame the girl at school blame you know, it, it, and, it, and it just seemed to perpetuate, um, I suppose, looking back, sort of that victim kind of feeling, which doesn't really have a release in it. You know, it doesn't have insight in it. Um, and I really felt that I was becoming more dysfunctional when I'd sort of started because I was mm -hmm. just an emotional wreck um, and probably feeling worse off than when I'd started. So... I've always had this internal voice that's guided me and, and felt deeply connected. So 
um, I sat down, I did a meditation and, and I suppose for lack of a better word, a prayer. And I just went, you know what, universe, God, great spirit, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. there must be an easier way to heal. Now, physics backs us up on this, that everything in its purest form is energy, colour, sound and number. So, you know, the table, we're all just vibrating at different rates. Um, mm-hmm. So the the information and the images and, and the information that started to come to me was sound. And then I was showing an image of women all around the world grieving and, you know, the message really was we all speak a different language and you don't understand these other languages, Kay, but you understand that sound of grief, of mourning, the loss of something. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to understand that language in that country to know what that is because that energy has a sound in how it expresses itself out. The same thing as mm-hmm. anger and rage and, you know, you don't have to see the visuals, you can hear it and you know what it is. So there's this universal language of the the vibration from whatever that emotion is, if that makes sense. So it has a sound, Mm -hmm. it has a colour to it, it has a number to it as well. But I was being shown all about the sound. And then really the information was, okay, so when we listen to music, it either uplifts us or it, you know, but it makes us feel something. Oh, yeah. You know, it makes us want to get up and dance and, you know, to different sounds. We move in different ways in response to that sound. Mm-hmm. You know, people going through a breakup will listen to music that makes them cry and, you know, my boyfriend left me and all that sort of stuff. Or you know, It's cathartic. When you're, yeah, <laughs> and when you want to feel joyous, you, you know, all the uplifting stuff. So I was mm-hmm. really showing how sound is influencing us all the time. Um. And how it makes you feel with the tone of someone, how they speak to you as well. So, and I was showing sound tools. So I work now with the shamanic drum, um, the rattles, Tibetan tincture bells, um, singing bowls, hand beaten, um, made out of seven metals that relate to the seven major energy centers and planets, etc., And um, um, a bell and doge. And I also have a crystal singing bowl. So I was showing all these tools and I was shown and told what they all do and how they all affect us. Interesting. Yeah. And um, and then also how to use my voice in sound. And I was taught how to sing energy to people, through people and from people, Um you know, and how to connect if someone's really blocked here because they're not speaking up while I'm connecting with them in a session, that I can mm-hmm. actually connect with them and use my voice to take that, all those unspoken words, to take that block-trapped energy and actually release it from them. Because I don't... Okay, how does that... How do, I'm, I'm just curious how that works because I'm assuming that each of the instruments that you're talking about have different purposes, different yeah. uses. Yeah, so the drum yeah. regulates the heart. All of the sound tools are designed to take the consciousness deeper. So in a way, mm-hmm. it's getting out of our own way. And so many people feel like they fell asleep. They didn't fall asleep. They just went deeper and deeper and deeper within themselves, right? Sure. So the work could be done. Um, And so when I work with someone, I explain what I'm about to explain to you now, what each sound tool does. And it's not so people have to remember. 
it's so the mind knows why I'm being drummed rather than laying there or, or sitting however it is because I can do them over Zoom as well. Why am I being drummed? Why is she using a rattle? Why is she doing this? That The mind has been given reason and understanding. Okay. So I generally start with the drum. The drum will, so every tool takes you deeper and every tool aligns the energy system. But the drum will regulate the heartbeat, get the body's energy back in sync with that of the earth because the way we live our lives, we're out of sync. We're always pushing Okay, against. that makes sense. Yeah, we're always pushing yeah. against. We're not sort of in that natural flow. And um, mm -hmm. it also helps me, it sort of sings to me in its sound about what's happening in the, in the um, unconscious, what's happening in the subconscious that's getting in the way. Um, so there's that connection to the earth. Most people feel like it's like being internally massaged when the drum is played and played over you. <laughs> you actually feel like you're being internally massaged. It's quite an incredible sensation. Then the rattle refines the work that the drum has done and keeps clearing out that energy, but connects you to the cosmos. So it's a little bit like having the connection between heaven and earth. You know, okay. it's a little bit like we need to, to really live an empowered life. We need a foot in the physical and the spiritual. So the gifts from both work together to move it on mm -hmm. our path. Um, then if I work with the tincture bells, the tincture bells are like little symbols. And mm -hmm. the, the vision that I was shown was it's like when that's played, it's like thousands of eyes, all the cells in the body opening up. So it's like thousands of eyes in the body just opening up. So to heal at that deepest okay. level, we want to heal at that cellular level, Okay. Um, and then if I'm working with the singing bowl, so the singing bowl, depending on what direction I play it, will put a healing energy in to the system or draw out an energy. It also brings an alignment to the um, meridians, which are energy lines that acupuncturists work with on the surface of the body. I see. Clears and aligns okay. those. Mm -hmm. And um, the sounds will also speak to me how quickly the sound is absorbed into the system will also it's also like having its own language of telling me where certain blocks are, you know, where to clear the energy. If I, I think mm -hmm. if I work with my latest purchase, which is a great big, huge crystal singing bowl, that actually mm -hmm. has a particular vibration of a note of a sound that rate, rate, relates to the heart center. Okay, which is the bridge. Okay. between the upper and the lower and this is where we want to live mm -hmm. from the heart okay mm. and um again working with my voice so it's singing energy to people is a little bit like i could call it like a soul retrieval when someone goes through something that they experience is really traumatic part of their soul consciousness is like lifts up out of the body it doesn't want to be so heavily impacted it's how we deal with it because we're not taught how to go deeper into the body to actually go through those dark places and out the other mm -hmm. side. We need healers who know the terrain. So I see myself more as a guide. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I understand those realms and how to go to those dark places and come out of them feeling more hold and healed. So no amount of counselling or anything will help someone if their energy is outside of their body and quite often held by that experience or by that individual. But that mm. needs to be retrieved. So I can use my voice amongst other things to actually call that energy back and, and, and 
down that energy back through into the system of where it's been depleted. That's one example. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but people will talk about sort of the higher self. Well, it's actually supposed to be the inner self. So the higher self sort of functions and vibrates here. But to, to really embody that wisdom, we need to, there are times where we integrate that energy into the body so we become that knowing we become that wisdom and we live with it rather than attributing it to something out here um so there's many ways to sing energy you know um to people um and singing energy through people is that that integration as it comes back into the system or if there's energy that's blocked as we talked about quite often in the throat center or you know, uh-huh. People become feeling crippled, so right down at the base um, and living from fear and, and anxiety and things like that. So we can sing that energy out. I can sound that energy out of the body. And I just changed the word sing because it's not always sounds pretty because <laughs> okay. if I'm processing it then through my body, through my voice, sometimes it can sound like grief. Sometimes, you know, <coughs> the throat will block as it's coming out until it gets clearer and cleaner and crisper if that makes mm-hmm. sense and it just yep. it just lifts them um and you know what sometimes it's it's just singing aspects of that person back into their energy system as well so sometimes it sounds really quite tribal or angelic or otherworldly and sometimes mm-hmm. the sound is just to harmonize the energy sometimes it's there to calm you know there can be sounds like Shh, you've taken someone on a big journey and you just need everything calm you know like calming a baby calming a child sure. yeah it's like stro- energetically stroking mm-hmm. um so and I found you know after working with so many people with so many varied um issues um and blockages and challenges it's just really, really powerful. And, you know, some of the journey that is done in the realm of healing is one, people come thinking they're broken. Mm. We're not broken. There is a part of us that's whole and healed. We're, we're blocked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And sure. it's just getting all the wiring back in again um, and, and yeah, learning like how... That how to work with our system, how to keep ourselves energetically clear, how to retrieve parts of ourselves. And another thing is people get caught up in thinking, I need to heal this. No, you need to feel it. Only take a moment Mm. to know that you feel, you don't have to understand it. I feel scared. I feel angry. Mm -hmm. I feel hurt. I feel blocked. I feel stagnant, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. You, You don't have to, again, do this long-winded journey to find where it comes from. There are moments of that, but more often than not, you need to feel it, takes a moment to feel it, and then you can shift it. So we can even use our own voice, you know, just where do you feel the energy trapped? You know, and I've done this Mm -hmm. in my coaching on Zoom in groups and someone starts to get emotional well, we're not going to buy in, oh, let's travel and see if it comes from Aunt Mary or, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I'll just get them to go, where do you feel it? And we know where, and they'll, they'll, okay, I feel it in my stomach. Great. Breathe consciously into where you feel that block and your intention is as you 
let the breath out, you're going to release it. There's a sound with that breath. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, Yeah. And you're going to track that energy movement through your body and it's always going to move up gradually. Oh, now it's in my chest. Oh, now it's in my throat. It's in my jaw. It's in my head. And we do that until it's completely lifted. And sometimes other sounds will come out in that breath. If we're just Mm -hmm. breathing into it and letting it out. And then it's lifted. And then it's like, I feel good. I feel light. That's, yeah, it's kind of beautiful, actually. Are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com slash audio-branding-strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website and I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up, though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests, and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that, too. Now, back to the podcast. So sound specifically helps you to get people through trauma, grief, all sorts of different things that are blocking us and making us feel like our like we're broken. Yeah. yeah. And what would happen is people would then come to me going, I don't know that I believe in what you do. Well, I'm like, that's okay, mm-hmm. you don't have to. But Mary yeah. at work is changed. And she just said she came to you and can't explain what you do. So I thought I'd come along. And I love that because what it shows me is they don't necessarily have to believe it. I don't need them to believe in it Mm because this is actually not about a belief. This is actually how these tools work. Um, But they have the intention to feel more whole. Um, And I've worked with people that have been passing over, which is a very humbling experience. You know, I've worked with with teenagers. I've worked with... um, people that have you know depression or going through relationship breaks up a couple of months ago a gorgeous woman came to me that you know for years has felt crippled physically and emotionally and mentally because she ended up um, in a very abusive relationship and was knocked out Mm -hmm. uh, while sitting in a car and of course you know that created depression anxiety you know um, physical ailments in the body etc etc and she was on medications and you know having to take tablets to sleep at night really Mm -hmm. crippled her life and in one session because she was ready in one session um she was sleeping at night without medication in her second session a month later she said to me she's off her medications open-minded and said what the hell have you done and um (laughs) You know, she said she'd been to me yeah. and they're just like, it's working. Great. You know? Yeah. And um, that's because part of it too is she's been having, you know, doctors and therapists and everybody, everyone has their place. 
but it was a soul retrieval. There was a part of her mm. we needed to bring back in and mm-hmm. claim back from that time, from that individual, from that shocking experience and reintegrate it back into the system, you know, and um, yeah, yeah. People passing over. I've had, you know, I've seen people that are so frail. Um, and generally what comes back to me at the end, you know, like the first woman that was brought to me was carried into my home and so, so frail and in her thirties and young children dying of cancer and in so much pain, she could barely have time in the day to talk to her children. Mm-hmm. So as I explained to people there, healing doesn't necessarily mean, oh, the cancer's going to be gone. It just means yeah. let's get her energetic body into alignment so she can have an easier passing you know and they rang me a week later and told me that from the moment she'd had the healing she was in less pain each day she was able to sit and speak and spend quality time with her children and that she passed really peacefully with a smile on her face Oh, that's so that wonderful. kind of stuff I mean, is incredible. You know, the passing isn't wonderful, but yeah. <laughs> incredibly, incredibly humbling experiences, sure. you know, um, and there are yeah. other stories like that. But I've, it, it just, I've worked with so many different people and so many different age groups and um, mm-hmm. you just see time and time again that it works. And some of these people will go out and buy some of their own sound tools, you know, to mm-hmm. personally work with to keep themselves clear and aligned and, um, and they, at the end of the session, because I work with the energy that flows through me as well, and I really don't touch them physically very rarely, mm-hmm. but they feel the difference at the end of the session. And that's what I love because sometimes we do, we need to get out of our way. We need to stop trying to understand everything mm-hmm. and just let go and have the experience. Not everything has to make logical sense. And just allow change to happen in the way change can happen. Yeah. So you mentioned that you use breathing in your healing as well, right? I I know that when we had our first discussion, you mentioned that. So I'm curious how that works in a session. Um, And I'm kind of curious about the, the process of your session. Does it um, does it uh, does it always follow a certain process or does it change based on the people you're you're speaking with? Um, so if I'm doing the shamanic healing, cause like, I think I said before, you know, when I'm doing my coaching, sometimes these, these practices come in because they go hand in sure. hand with creating the change, but in a, mm-hmm. in a, um, typical shamanic energy healing session, I always work with the sound tools and I always work with the energy that flows through me, but I'm always working on different levels. Okay. depending on what's happening for the individual. So every session can mm-hmm. feel different, you know. So the first session, like this gorgeous woman that came, and then the second session feels different. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have experiences that correlate with things. So I'm just doing my work. I'm just doing the energy work. And then, you know, at the end of it, this woman said to me, I feel like part of me came back to myself and I actually let go of the guilt and the shame which is exactly what I was working with, with her. So then what I was working with, because that's what they were, you know, that's what they experienced. So yes, I always work with the drum and the rattle and the timpsha bells and the the bell and gorge Mm -hmm. and my voice, but it's always different energy work. 
So some healers are just working with the chakra system. So I'm working with the chakra system. I'm working with the emotional body, the mental body, you know, the energetic body, the soul retrieval. So it's mm-hmm. always different work. So it's a different experience, but yes, the same and similar sequence. And then there are times where I might need to guide them into something. Um, you know, so a session last week, I just needed to guide the woman into um, she her unconscious story she couldn't use her super conscious mind to override it so this was about um self-worth and it was it was sabotaging her she's up leveling her business she comes to me for coaching as well as healing and you know there are times when we can use the super conscious mind the mind of power and potential to to override and quieten the unconscious that Mm -hmm. holds the false stories and beliefs it wasn't working. So what she needed to do was to retrieve a part of herself. So there might be that element that I introduce into it and incorporate with the sound and everything else where she needed to go internally, find that part of herself. She found her in a desolate um, forest, dirty, okay, dirty, stuck. So metaphorically, the mind will show us how this element of her past self is. And, mm-hmm. you know, do shamanic practices like cleaning herself up and all the rest, building the trust and reintegrating her back in so she doesn't make the choices in her life. So there's lots of different elements to it. Or sometimes I get the, the, um, the client to make sound. Sometimes sure. they need to, you know, breathe into here and, okay, let out a sound. And it's interesting mm-hmm. because sometimes people feel a bit awkward, but I create a very <laughs> safe space. You know, they've never done it before. Yeah. And yeah. but once you get them to do their first sound and then I go again, they're in it because they feel the change of resonance in their own body or they feel like finally I've got this voice. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've had the most meek and mild and timid person on the table by about the third sound is calling out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a speaking out. You know, they need to say certain words and express it themselves, yeah. but that's still sound. And sometimes you get mm-hmm. these people that have held back and held back and held back and you just give them permission and they tap into it, the power sometimes that eventually comes out of them, you mm-hmm. know, because it's Yeah, it's fact. amazing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing what we can do for ourselves, I think, actually. Yeah. This has been part one of our interview. I hope you'll tune in next week for part two. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available on all the usual outlets. Until next time.